0: On today's episode of the Cross Promo Pro Wrestling Podcast, we're going to be going over the results of AEW Dynamite. WWE returns to a Dirty deal made for one year. Samoa Joe done with petty stuff. Osprey said yes to AEW and no to WWE. AEW star is back in the hospital.
1: WWE star tells Tony, St- Tony Khan to shut up.
0: Sounds interesting. A queen makes a declaration with New Deal. We're also going to be having a new follower shout-out. Well, nothing left to do but put on that ring gear. Lace up these boots. Or those boots. Or those boots. Step through the ropes. And, ref,
1: ring the bell. podcast is set for at least one hour. Introducing your hosts, from Fort Worth, Texas, at a total combined weight of 430 pounds, Kevin and Chris Newell, the Cross-Promo Pro Wrestling Podcast.
0: All right, wrestling fans, wrestling. Welcome to the Cross Promo Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm Kevin, and I'm Chris, and we are the one of the po- uh, pro wrestling podcast father-son tag teams. Just lay that down there, like that. See, Chris over here messing with the camera stand. All right. Well, <clears throat> just got done watching uh, AEW Dynamite. Uh, and it was AEW Dynamite Homecoming, coming to us from the the Daily um, Daily Place, Daily Place over in Jacksonville, Florida. Basically, they went home, base in a way. I mean, they went to where a Dynamite had all started at the Daily Place, where it kicked off. Um, so uh, let's not hesitate any further. Let's get into AEW Dynamite.
1: Dynamite.
0: All right. Well, um, we're going to start off Dynamite with uh, with match of the night because I'm telling you this is a rarity that we uh, we're going to go into AEW Dynamite. We're going to go into AEW Dynamite, but then we're going to we're going to but, but just real quick, we're going to go also go into match of the the, the day or night. It's ma- match of the day, yeah. yeah. Match ma- of the night. Match, match of, of the, the night. Week. Match of the month. You no. could see, you can tell how rattled we are with. What, how Watch dynamite it? Have went it, it was one of those anyway um it was the first match it was it was hangman adam page taking on claudio Castagnoli, one-on-one and we've been we've been told about this match since oh for about a week now and here we are uh watching this match um I mean, it was a thrilling match, bell to bell. You know, you had Claudio putting in his moves, and then Adam Page putting in his moves, and Claudio, the way he was countering uh, Adam Page's moves, a lot of counters and reversals, near falls, stuff like that. Well, I mean, the what what I was taken by was how Claudio was able to counter most of Adam Page's moves. Like he is, it took him a week or so to study Adam Page and w- how he moves in the ring and everything that's what it looked like because anytime Adam Page had a move it seemed like almost every other move Claudio had an answer for uh whether it was um, you know countering the buckshot lariat that one was in- interesting uh it's uh, it would be spilling over into the ring where uh, Adam Page would be ramming Claudio into that concrete slab that was there um all in all real good match and it was won by Adam Page getting his first win of the year and get, and giving Claudio his first loss so um looking forward to that just wonder why the music stopped for a second there that, that had me going anyway. <laughs> Um, there was at one point a double Buckshot Lariat, uh, Adam, Adam Page throughout the whole match was trying, uh, a Buckshot Lariat
1: and, and failed most of them. And then like right before the end, he went from, he did it from one side of the ring and then he switched to doing it from the other side. So it
0: was like both sides of the ring were used for it. Okay. And, uh, again, Adam, uh, Adam Page picks up his first win of the year and Claudio uh, receiving his first loss. All right, now we'll go back into. Now we go back into the rest of Dynamite. Uh, Chris, I was. Uh, you go ahead and give this one. Chris, uh, we'll go ahead and give the next match here. You had an eight-man tag with Orange Cassidy, Preston
1: Vance, Dustin Rhodes, and Adam Copeland against Brian Cage and The Gates of Agony and Lance Archer, Gates of Agony. Being Toa Leona and
0: Bishop Khan. Uh, I couldn't help but notice Brian Cage still unsure. The face paint, you mean? The face paint, the. The Sega thing? The Sega pants, and the, uh, Swolereen shirt. I'm not good. I'm not judging the guy, but it's like. Get with one thing, my guy. I. I don't know.
1: The, this match. Ended up creating two people came out of this match undefeated, one de- defeated, uh, and the rest uh, had their first match. Uh, the, pi- the win was picked up by Orange Cassidy, Preston Vance, Dustin Rhodes, and Adam Copeland when Preston Vance pinned Bishop Khan, bringing everyone's record to Orange being 2-0, and o, Dustin Rhodes and Preston Vance being 1-0. and o, and Adam Copeland being 2-0. and oh. okay. then, then for the other team, you had Brian Cage being defeated. He's entering the year defeated now. And then everybody else on that team was 0-1. Oh
0: wow. So, interesting way to start the year off. Well, especially for Confused Cage. Um, and that's what I'm calling him now, and I'm sticking to it. Uh, right after that match, we had an interview... Um, Uh, says Kingdom. Oh, okay. I see. I see what was going on. Um, your notes, Chris. I swear. Uh, they had Bullet Club, they're interviewing Bullet Club Gold, and um, they feel they can do better. But then, uh, in comes the acclaimed with, uh, oh, yeah, this promo with Anthony Bowens still saying, Hey. No, we, it was uh, Max Castle. No, it was it was Anthony. Oh. Uh, he was saying, we can oh, that's make right. a team. And then enough. Max chimed in, following backing up Anthony, saying, he's right. We don't need to be friends. We don't need to hang out. We don't need to do all that. We just need to team up and take down uh, the Undisputed Kingdom. And Anthony gave out the, the team faction name idea. And me and Chris have been racking our brains for a week trying to figure out this team faction name. Hold on. It's the bang, bang scissor gang. We should have had like some dramatic drum roll. I know, but joke there somewhere (laughs) would have been funny. This is a good name. It is bang, bang scissor gang. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed that. But again, you had Jay White saying we have your number. We'll think it over and talk it over. And then of course you had, you know, Austin and Colton Gunn just making fun of their dad going, Dad, we'll fax you. You still have a fax machine, we know. As they if this call, as they, as were it, old. they were calling a mold. They were calling a mold. Like, you punk kids. Uh, next we had in ring an in ring promo with uh, still newly newly won champion, Samoa Joe. Um, he says it was a call for uh, it was time for a change in protocol, and uh, he still said uh, whoever wants to whoever wants to still challenge this title and challenge me for it, come down this ramp. Door is open. I thought he was saying
1: something about how it's going to be based more off of records and yes,
0: uh, like reputation or yes. something like that. Or records and reputation, and I mean. It's about time, you know,
1: especially after the, the Twitter
0: argument. Oh, dear God. Oh, and there's yesterday. more on that to follow. There is. There is more. We got a sequel. There, there, <laughs> there's more. <laughs> We're doing a I sequel. I mean, we, we've got, we got the Mercedes Monet watch. We got to have song. We got to have a little intros for it. The Mercedes Monet watch, which that's also to come. And, uh, now, uh, a Twitter fight or something. We got to have that kind of segment. Anyway. Uh, um, minutes after or seconds after saying that out comes swerve strickland and of course prince nana and prince nana doing the dance but he wasn't alone this time i think he came out out with the rest of the mobile embassy as well he did he needed he came out there with backup in case someone was trying to do something stupid um he basically said you know i'm going to i want to challenge you for the title you wanted to have this, then we'll do so. But immediately, right after, out comes Hangman Adam Page. And he's saying his New Year's resolution is to be champion again. So those two might end up
1: having like a number one contender. I'm thinking they're going to have a number one contender match if they don't turn into like a triple threat or
0: something. I really hope that one doesn't turn into a triple threat. See, I'm excited about the Fatal 4-Way. Because it's a fatal four-way, not a triple threat.
1: But don't they both have the, the same rules?
0: They do have the same rules. But with the upcoming fatal four-way at Royal Rumble, I'm, I, I'm more interested in that. Because all three men do have a fair shake in going after the title. They do. With AEW, though? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But... I don't think a triple threat is the way to go. I think what you said—you you have Adam number Page, one contender match. yeah, number one contender match between Page and Swerve, and then they'll face whoever wins between Hook and Samoa Joe. By the way, That's uh, the promo. after after because I've just kind of got ahead of myself. After Swerve and his group and Hangman Adam Page left, Hook comes out. And then then circles. No, this is what he does to really psychologically mess with Samoa Joe. He doesn't immediately get in the ring. He circles the ring, watching Joe. Just keeping his eye on Joe. Finally gets in the ring, gets in Joe's face, and points at the title and says, One week. Giving him a warning. basically giving him a warning and walking out. And something funny I
1: noticed was there was a little hook signal on the ceiling.
0: Yeah, like Batman. Uh, But what that meant was next week on Dynamite you have Samoa Joe defending his AEW championship against Hook. So, I mean is Hook gonna end up being 29-1 or is he going to be 28-2 and two? with his career record granted he hasn't had a match at all this year so he's like 0-0 right now uh, so after that encounter <clears throat> pardon me they had another interview backstage and that was uh, with Tony Storm and, Mar- and Mariah May Mariah May over here kind of still Wanting to be a part of uh, Tony's uh, Tony Storm's team in a way, uh, and of course Tony Storm kind of disregarding her. Uh, but Tony Storm saying she'll look into this whole Deanna Prazo thing because she it seems inter- it seems interesting to her. Um. Then next we had uh, our next match. Next match was Sammy
1: Guevara versus Ricky Starks. Um, I think we said last week this was supposed to be to, to see it, whether or not Sammy Guevara and
0: Chris Jericho will challenge for the tag titles. I, I wasn't 100% sure, but... I think... At least I think. No, what happened during the match is they had already put... You know how they put matches in the corner of the screen? Yeah, like a promo for what's to come. Well, they already said, and it was was already made official. At Battle of the Belts this coming Saturday, right after Collision, Ricky Starks and Big Bill are going to defend their titles against Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. This was happening during the match. So this was no match for number one contender or anything like that.
1: Yeah, if it wasn't, if it wasn't, I got confused. If it was, I don't know. Uh, but Sammy Guevara won this one, so yeah, I guess either way, that match would have happened. Yeah, but that makes him one, one and zero, and Ricky Starks zero and one, and then there was some kind of exchange of taunts. Uh, yeah, you and,
0: had. Um, You know Ricky Starks' little taunt move where he does that little pose? The hand thing? Yeah. Well, after Sammy Guevara had kind of got him out of the ring, Sammy Guevara did that little pose too. But then when Ricky Stark started fighting back, and then it was Sammy outside the ring, Ricky Starks did that little lay-down pose that Sammy does. So they were just pretty much using their own taunts against them. It's kind of funny. Uh... Sammy Guevara won that match by pinfall.
1: And then it looked like there was going to be a show of respect. But it ended up being a a trick for Big Bill to come and attack Sammy. To which Chris Jericho helped. He he helped save Sammy. And we may or may not have gotten flashbacks to that one match where they had the band playing. (laughs)
0: Yeah, they were still, as the whole entire fight was going down, they were still playing Jericho's theme song. And it's like, oh my god, turn off the music. That's what, twice now? <laughs> twice in the span of less than a year. Yes, it was. It was last year when that happened. About,
1: what, in the middle of last year? Yeah. Towards the middle? August-July time frame?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I forget what. And, and other people noticed that too. they were like, "Why is the band still playing?" It's funny. Um,
1: you want the next match? No, you, you go it? ahead. Okay. Then you had a women's eight match, eight, uh, eight woman tag match. There you go. Let's figure that one out. Uh, where you had Willow Nightingale, Chris Statlander, Anna Jane, and Thunder Rosa against Soraya, Ruby Soho, Sky Blue, and Julia Hart. Uh, there,
0: then you also had no um, well, it, it was that the guy uh, Stokely. Oh, Stokely, yeah. <laughs> I was, I, I, was I was confusing him with another. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was. He had a sign in front of his face saying "Give Stokely a chance" or something like that. And then Chris Statlander just kind of pulled the sign down, and there's there's Stokely just, just smiling, all smiles. And then she just immediately pulls the thing. It's like. Uh, like blinds you know you open the blinds someone's there and then you just close them in front of their face that's what kind of she did with the sign it, it was hilarious
1: uh there's something about uh someone interfering cam
0: uh cameron Har. um cameron harley oh she's with uh, the outcast with the outcast yeah she would she would interfere a couple of times in the match when the ref wasn't looking
1: now it kind of makes a little bit more sense why she wasn't involved in the match. She gave them a better advantage if she just interfered.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, there was also a quadruple suplex. That was amazing. You had all four women on one side getting ready to suplex the other four women and they're all kind of like linked arms. And then all suplexed at the same time. It was it was pretty awesome. It's a lot better than what WWE has been doing with the uh, you put... The superplexes. The superplexes, when the, mixed in with the uh, like powerbomb slams, you know, it, it it's been overdone. This brings
1: Willow Nightingale and Chris Statlander's records to two and zero. Anna J is one and one. Funderosa is one and zero. Soraya Ruby, and Ruby Soho are zero and one. Sky Blue. uh... One and one, mm-hmm. yeah. She's uh, one and
0: one. Julia Hart. Uh,
1: forget what. Her uh, was.
0: she's she didn't have a match at all yet this year, so she's zero and one. Uh,
1: the match ended because Sky Blue tapped out to Anna J. Yeah, which actually which is surprising. I would say. Uh, you got the
0: next one. Okay. I mean and I want to mention something too before I go on to the next thing Uh, are you starting to notice that they're kind of AEW's kind of starting to establish women tag teams yeah because you got the outcasts then you've got which used to be like a faction yeah well it's still it still sort of is but you have Soraya and Ruby Soho kind of at the front lines of that you got Julia Hart and Sky Blue Then you've got Chris Statlander and Willow Nightingale. You're starting to see some female tag teams start sprouting up. So that's making me start to think this year we may have an AEW women's tag team title champion, you know, established here pretty soon. Whether it be at probably Double or Nothing or All In, who knows. But I think sometime soon we're going to have women tag title belts. All right. Uh, next up, we had the next match, which was Roderick Strong uh, taking on uh, Texas's own Brian Keith. Uh, of course, uh, Roderick Strong had the Undisputed Kingdom at ringside. Everyone was there, including Adam Cole, and um, obviously Brian Keith was outnumbered five to one. And uh, Chris, and then um. Then, of course, Roderick Strong gets the win by pinfall over Brian Keith, making Roderick Strong 1-0, and Brian Keith having not a very good year in AEW right now, and he is 0-3. Oof. Uh, following so he's that, he's definitely defe- defeated. He's definitely defeated. Following the match, Adam Cole, of course, wanted to go ahead and get on the microphone and state that um, as far as the Undisputed Kingdom goes... Uh, quote, we don't want to earn anything from you, of, co- end quote. of course, referring to the fans, saying we don't er- want to earn any respect or cheers or anything like that from you. We don't want that. We never want that from you because we're done trying to get respect from people. We're going out there and just doing what we want to do and get it done for ourselves and no one else. Uh, and then lay, and then Adam Cole laying claim to uh, the this faction getting more gold. Roderick Strong could be international champion, and Wardlow could be TNT or AEW champion. But we all know when he said Wardlow be AEW champion, we'll hand over the title to Adam Cole. When that that when the, that day happens, it will not come to pass.
1: You saying he's not going to hand over the title? He's not going like. to hand over the title. No, I don't think he is either.
0: No, because he'll go through a hard fought match to where the fans will be like, you know what, I'm starting to like Wardlow. We've seen we've seen it happen before. You know. Okay, that um, could end up being kind of bad for that faction too. Very well, very much so. All right. Uh, so for the main event, we had Sting and Darby Allen take on Powerhouse Hobbs and uh, Takashita. Uh, in a Texas, um, what was it? Texas tornado match where all uh, teams will pretty much fight, no tag ins or anything like that, and it was uh, und- um, what was it? Uh, no, uh, no disqualification match. So they were all over the place. Uh, also, uh, falls count anywhere. Falls count anywhere. At
1: least judging by how it ended.
0: Yes. Uh, the Darby Allen getting. Kind of swung by powerhouse Hobbs and um, Takashita, and he did in midair. This did this spin before he hit the mat, and it was like, okay. And then at one point, uh, I think Darby Allen was. It was by
1: where they come out at. Did the coffin drop?
0: Yeah, off of this thing by the crowd. But di- but did you notice when he did the coffin drop? He took most of that. He hit the floor the hardest. Takashita kind of just didn't break his fall. He kind of caught him and then kind of slammed him at the same time, it looked like. So it's a catch to reversed it. The- yeah. Takashita. Anyway, uh, of course, with a big match like this, the nature boy had to get involved somehow, some way. I think he also came out at the beginning and then kind of went back. Um, he tried to take chops on Powerhouse Hobbs, and Powerhouse Hobbs is like, seriously? Um, to be honest, I'm kind of surprised the ref didn't do anything. Well, it's no disqualification. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, that, okay, that's wh- why. Yeah. Now, so, now it makes sense. Yeah. Because when I was watching that, I was like, why isn't the ref doing anything? But did you notice Don Callis didn't get involved? Yeah, that's true. It's interesting. I would think he would have. Um, but here's Ric Flair doing chops to Powerhouse Hobbs, and it's not and facing just, him. He's so, just standing there. So Flair does that normal thing he does when things don't go well. He's like, no, 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 and then Powerhouse Hobbs gets closer, and then Flair just does the eye poke. textbook eye poke, and then gets out of the ring. It was hilarious. Um, then Sting did something too. He. He's putting a lot at risk when it's getting closer to his retirement. I swear, he did a um, what was this? Not a stinger splash, but a scorpion scorpion death drop. Yeah, and he did it from uh, high up onto a thing of tables to powerhouse Hobbs, and uh,
1: I think he went from there
0: to pin powerhouse Hobbs. He went there to pin powerhouse Hobbs and got the win. Uh, outside the ring Outside the ring I was a little scared though Because Sting was having a hard time Just kind of moving around a little bit And I was starting to think Oh god Sting's injured He's not going to go through with this This uh, well uh, Promoted uh, Farewell match That he's going to have But as they were doing like a wide shot I see Sting standing up on his own And and, and walking around on his own And everything. I'm like okay Thank god i want to i've seen sting wrestle when i was a little kid when i was starting to watch wrestling and i would go in between wcw and wwe i i had my favorites uh when i started to comprehend wrestling a little more around 1990 that's when undertaker started wrestling in wwe and that was also when Bret Hart kind of broke, started breaking away and started to become a, a singles wrestler, a singles competitor, and was winning uh, the Intercontinental title. Started becoming a fan of Bret Hart. So I was a Bret Hart uh, Undertaker fan. And then along came Sting. I started watching Sting in the ring too. And I was like, okay. And I became a Sting fan. So to see, I want to see him. I really want to see him win this farewell match. That was what was going on in my head. And then after the match was over, Tony Schiavone, T- Tony Schiavone comes in to interview Sting to try to get an exclusive of who Sting's opponent going to be at uh, Revolution. Out come the Young Bucks, and they look like yin and yang. One of them dressed in all black, one of them dressed in all white. And they look like they just visited some sort of Italian place because they got pencil thin almost almost pencil thin mustaches and a little goatee and wearing chains and everything and And then I started thinking, oh my god, are they really is Sting's farewell match gonna be a tag team match with Darby Allin? against the Young Bucks. Granted, I know Sting is up there in age and if it is his farewell match and he can't do singles competition and needs to do tag honestly honestly I don't think the Young Bucks would be the right choice because they're over here saying uh, best tag team and everything like that. When it comes to guys claiming that you know, they're the best in the world, minus CM Punk. We're excluding CM Punk from this, okay? Because he was the one that actually came up with that phrase, okay? We're excluding CM Punk, but if you got guys saying they're the best tag team in the world, they forget other tag teams. You've got, okay, you've got the Young Bucks. That's one tag team. But you also have the Acclaimed. As another tag team, on WWE side, you've got the New Day. You've got Judgment Day. You've got uh, Brawling Brutes. Well, former Brawling Brutes. Former, former Brawling Brutes. You've got LWO. Um, you've got uh, Garza and Carrillo. You've got Out of the Mud. You've got the Creed Brothers you got Alpha Academy. You've got other great tag teams out there currently. The only way you can be best in the world is saying that you beat every single tag team on the face of this earth. That's the only way you can say you're best in the world, is if you've beaten everybody in the world. If you're saying you're the best tag team in the world, prove it. Just And the Young Bucks... And, and Young Bucks fans are going to say well they did, they traveled Europe they traveled England uh, they traveled Japan you're only talking about USA them traveling in USA Canada Mexico, Europe and Japan there are other places that have wrestling promotions whether they be independent or non-independent that the Young Bucks probably haven't wrestled in and have you seen the Young Bucks in a match with the with um, Alpha Academy? Have you seen them in a tag match with um, Judgment Day or The New Day? No. So you cannot say you're the best in the world when you haven't faced every single current tag team and beat them. Back to what I'm saying, though. I would rather prefer have Sting have a one-on-one match and it be with Darby Allin to pass the torch. That's what I wanted, and uh, there are people that are saying the same thing. I
1: feel like that would make more sense, too. It would, because it's him of, passing
0: the torch to Darby. Instead of some random
1: team just coming out of nowhere.
0: Yeah. Well, I made the mistake yesterday of going on and ranting and raving that took us past an hour, and we're already like ha- at, the halfway mark. at 30 minutes, but I don't want to make it seem longer than it needed to be, but I, I honestly... I don't, as a wrestling fan, I don't like this move. I really don't. I, I'd rather have Sting go out one-on-one, but when Ric Flair went out and retired, he went out in a tag match too. But I was looking forward to like how Ric Flair went out in WWE and went one-on-one with Shawn Michaels and put on one heck of a match with Shawn Michaels to where it was a great story and it was a great end to a career I thought But then he came back into TNA And started wrestling again and So it really wasn't a farewell match But it was a farewell match for him In WWE So um, Honestly I, I'm not, Again I'm not a big fan of it this, It's It's not how you would want to send A legend out like that To be honest so, um, there'll be enough of that, enough of me ranting and raving too, so, um, well we'll go on and, um, I'll go ahead and, uh, make sure we're ready for it. Uh, give me a sec here, cause I'm getting it prepared here. Why are they giving me the 11th? There we go. What? Okay. We'll go on to this day in history. Today in pro wrestling history. All right. So today in pro wrestling history. In 1983 in Memphis, Tennessee, Nick Bockwinkle defeated Jerry the King Lawler to win the, at the time, vacant AWA World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, In 1994... Monday Night Raw celebrated its one-year anniversary, just to show you how old it is. Uh, This was 30 years ago, basically. And they held it in Richmond, Virginia. Opening match, you had one, two, three uh, kid take on, uh, and Marty Jannetty, take on the Quebecers, Jacques and Pierre, and they won the WWE Tag Team Championship. In 1998, ECW presented uh, House Party 98 and it took place in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. In the main event, you saw Sandman defeat Sabu in a Stairway to Hell match. Kind of interesting kind of turn there. Uh, During this match, though, Sabu would, uh, would suffer a broken jaw. Uh, in 1999 in Kissimmee, Florida ECW had held their pay-per-view guilty as charged Uh, just give you a summary of what had happened Axel Rotten and Balls Mahoney had defeated uh, Danny Doring and Roadkill and the FBI being represented by Little Guido and Tracy Smothers in a three team elimination match the FBI not that FBI Full-blooded Italians. That was the, that was the it was an acronym. Um. Full-blooded Italians. Uh, also that night, Ushiro, uh, Ushiro Tajiri, uh, sorry, had uh, beat Super Crazy. Uh, Sid beat uh, John Kronos. The Dudley Boys, of course, we know who they are, uh, had beat New Jack and Spike Dudley. Rob Van Dam had beat Lance Storm to retain his uh, ECW television title. Uh, Justin Credible had defeated Tommy Dreamer in a Stairway to Hell match. Taz, who was once a competitor in ECW and WWE, uh, he beat Shane Douglas by submission to win the ECW World Heavyweight Championship. All right, so 24 years ago on this day in 2000, WCW Nitro was in Buffalo, New York, and it would be Brett the Hitman Hart's very final match. It was uh, as a full-time wrestler because uh, this was due to him getting a concussion uh, from Goldberg, who had given him a super kick a couple of weeks uh, earlier. Uh Uh, Bret Hart would have a match with Kevin Nash and it would go to no contest in 2018 Impact Wrestling you saw Austin Aries defeat Eli Drake to win the uh, Impact Global title in 2020 PCU Ultra Anniversary Uh, it was held in Wilmington California Three title changes had happened that that night. You had Ruby Ray's winning the PCW Ultra Women's Title match from Sumi uh, uh, Sakai. Excuse me. You had Douglas James winning the PCW Ultra Light Heavyweight in a triple threat match against Dom Kubrick and Jake Atlas. And in the main event, you had Hammerstone... Why is he doing that? Okay, you had Hammerstone uh, winning the uh, PCW Ultra heavyweight title. All right, give me a second here. Uh, Birthdays today. You've got uh, Tamina Snuka, daughter of legendary wrestler Jimmy Superfly Snuka. And um, one we haven't seen in... WC in WWE SmackDown for a while that I'm honestly feeling when she does come back, she's joining the bloodline. Uh, she is celebrating her forty sixth uh, birthday. Who? Hm? Who though? What do you mean who? <clears throat> to Snuka the snooka Oh. You okay? Uh, I heard the bloodline thing and Wow, you just Ugh Um, I thought you forgot well next up we had uh, what he would have been celebrating his birthday today but sadly had passed away at the age of 46 Uh, Brian Christopher son of Jerry the King Lawler uh, he was known as Grandmaster Sexay of the group Too Too Cool uh, which had uh, uh, Scotty Too Hotty and Rikishi in it Next up, we have uh, we have Buff Bagwell celebrating a birthday today. He's turning 54 years old, of course, from WCW. Uh, I'm probably going to get a little flack for this, but uh, it was his name. In, uh, it, it is um, Negro Casas. And celebrating his 64th birthday, uh, he is a uh, he was a professional wrestler. Well, he's still a professional wrestler, according to this. He's still wrestling, and he's wrestling in Mexico. Of course, wrestled for Triple uh, Lucha Libre AAA Worldwide, and um, continues to wrestle. He had debuted in 1979. Next up, we've got may have selected the wrong. Okay. Now we've got uh w- who would have celebrated a birthday today uh Peze- uh Pez of uh Watley. Hard pronouncing these names, I'm telling you. Went by the name Pez. Uh would have celebrated a birthday today but sadly had passed away at the age of 54 due to heart attack. Um Then we've got, uh, celebrating a birthday today, Colonel De Beers, uh, celebrating his 78th birthday today. All right. Well, that pretty much covers everything as far as, um, all the birthdays. So, uh go ahead and head in give me a second here and get everything set up and we're going to head into uh, the news the news yes today at pro wrestling news alright well Chris you go ahead and uh, start us off there
1: new season of uh, WWE Rivals uh, is going to be and WWE Legends is going to be on AEW from next month
0: not AEW a A&E.
1: and and e same thing same thing no it ain't it's not the same thing close enough okay there close enough same thing wow both, both of the same thing wow both of the same phrase anyway um the network uh a and uh, earlier announced that it's gonna be it's gonna be continuing the, the whole team up with WWE And it's going to be putting out new seasons of WWE Rivals and Biography, WWE Legends, starting Sunday on the 25th of February. Okay. Um, And they're going to also, with WWE Rivals, it's going to be returning with an actor and a former writer for WWE, Freddie Prince Jr. I I think I pronounced that right. Yeah,
0: he did uh, a voice of one of the the Blind Jedi in... uh Star Wars um, Rogue One no Star Wars Rebels he was the blind Jedi I haven't seen all of Rebels yet it's so. okay but yeah he did the voice of the character he's also married to um, Sarah Michelle Gellar she played Buffy the Vampire Sire in the show Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> it's kind of funny yeah Oh, and also they starred in a movie together. They were in the Scooby-Doo movies, the live-action Scooby-Doo movies. He played Fred. Go Scooby. figure, because his name's Freddy. And then she played uh, Daphne. Scooby-Doo. Hey, Scooby-Doo did an animated thing with WWE, too, so it's tied in. Crossover. Yeah. Um,
1: instead of going into how that would work... Uh so, so we should just get back to the news. Right? Yeah, yeah, let's get back to the news. subject. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. There we go. Get back to the news. Uh Let's
1: see. They're going to be he's going to be leading a discussion, a round table discussion of superstar of wrestlers to to further explore storylines or or characters. Um and rivalries that were involved with WWE. Let's see, there will be and the first episode, the premiere. I think that's what they do. Yeah, with that uh, season premiere, will be talking about the rivalry between Triple H and The Rock.
0: Hmm. Now watch that one. That was pretty, pretty uh, good rivalry there.
1: Uh, they're going to have another one with Snake Jake. The Snake Roberts versus Macho Man. Randy Savage. That was a good one. Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels. Oh, yeah. John Cena versus Randy Orton. Oh, nope, seen that one, too. Hardy Boys versus Dudley Boys. Versus? Versus Edge and Christian. Uh. So yes. So TLC?
0: The TLC matches, yes.
1: And The Miz versus Do- Daniel Bryan.
0: Yep. I've seen all what of those. Uh, Brian Danielson yeah. was his other name? Yeah. I've, w- I've witnessed all of those... All of those matches? All those matches. And um, Then you said they had um, WWE Legends. It's like their bi- biography where they're going over their uh, people's lives or whatever.
1: Yeah, and then following that at 9 p.m. Uh, Eastern Time, you're going to have WWE Legends, where they're going to be talking about uh, Randy Orton, uh... Sergeant Slaughter, Scott Hall, Diamond Dallas Page, British Bulldog, and Roman Reigns.
0: Interesting. Very interesting. All right. Well, as Chris said at the uh, top of the show, a dirty, de- a dirty deal made for one year. Dirty Dango has re- uh, signed a one-year deal with TNA Wrestling. Um, this came to pass with, um, uh, being a guest on the, uh, Paltrow, uh, Paltrow cast with Darren Paltrowitz. Uh, he had revealed he had signed a new deal with TNA wrestling. That would be for one year. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, he said, quote, I kind of told myself I'd wrestle until 40 and then I was gonna probably going to probably ease up a a bit but like I tell everybody it's what I've done my whole life I don't know how not to be a wrestler end quote Uh, let's all keep in mind though Dirty Dango does have a match this weekend at TNA's hard to kill pay per view against uh, my guy PCO he's gonna need luck with that yeah all right, Chris, you got the next story? Let's
1: see. This, this is my first time seeing all of the articles.
0: I know, we try to fix that.
1: Yeah.
0: Was yeah it, sorry. it was in regards to Samoa Joe, I believe.
1: Yeah, Samoa Joe wants to move away from the... Away from petty stuff. Petty stuff was in quotes. Yeah. Uh... Oof. Uh, let's see, he established, uh, said something about, it's hard to shake, long story, sh- I'm not even sure what to say at this point, um, because, I'm trying to fill that air basically. I uh, know, you're, I'm starting something <coughs> and I'm not finishing the, the words saying, he, basically he's the new face of the company. And, after taking the title from MJF and it's difficult to shake some kind of feeling about a new era and what they're entering for the company. So I just swiped on the, okay. (laughs) He also spoke about what his goals were and in a interview with Sports Illustrated's Justin Barroso,
0: I think. How you pronounce that?
1: Just making sure just sh- yeah. that way I don't
0: butcher the name too yeah, bad. That's okay. I butcher names all the time.
1: Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, he referenced and sort of alluded to some controversies that have sort of popped up over the last while with AEW and he's trying to move away from that basically Mm. quote i understand the world of professional wrestling and then continued i've seen things at work at a very high level and i understand the type of people backstage that it takes for that to happen i try to be that person as champion there was a period there i was supposed to pause as champion uh You're the the standard bearer. I'm more than happy to take up that mantle. I really want to make a focus of getting the fans' attention back on the conflict in the ring and a lot of the petty stuff that needs to melt away. Let's get back to entertaining people, end quote.
0: Alright. Okay, well, uh, next up we have Will Ospreay. Uh, He has... uh went on an interview, uh, he was speaking to uh, Lance Pitts uh, of GameSpot. Uh, he was saying that there was an offer for him to go to WWE. Uh, then he talked about his trust, he, the trust he has with Tony Khan, which, uh, which is a big reason why he signed to AEW. He said, quote, i want to know what i'm doing within the ring and the rest for me is easy what more could you want from a boss how about someone that is not tweeting stupid crap my opinion Um, he continues on by saying there's something for me to climb there's something for me to build upon that first match with chris jericho who is one of the biggest wrestling stars in the world was probably the biggest star in the company uh, at the time. He continues on by saying, I want to progress from that. I want to see what other bucket list items uh, I can tick. I want to go for championships. I want to go for world titles. I want to see what I can actually do because I've never been put in these situations. New Japan is a sports-based wrestling product it isn't really known for its on-screen personality, so this is all new for me, and I just want to test myself. I want to try my very best to swim in waters I'm not very sure of. So for me, this is all a challenge. So uh, Will Osprey saw AEW more as a challenge than WWE, so hey, more power to you and good luck. All right. Uh, Chris you've got story of a AEW star that was back in hospital and may need surgery
1: CJ Perry back in the hospital <clears throat> uh, and may needs she might end up needing CJ Perry is she right
0: yes that's uh, that, she was the one that is uh, married to uh Miro Oh, yes. Okay. And she was uh, Andrade Idolo's manager until she betrayed him. She betrayed him? Yeah. He was in that figure uh, figure eight leg lock with Miro, and she came and just kind of pulled the Andrade's arm out from under him, and uh, that made oh. him let go of the lock.
1: Okay, I forgot about that part. Um, but she might need surgery. Following some issues she was having with recovering uh, from an infection. Let's see, January 10th, she said something on Insta- Instagram. That uh, was today. Uh, today! <laughs> she said on Instagram and trying to inform and uh, tell fans uh, that she was on her way back. Uh, she was going back to the hospital after, comp- after issues and complications with recovery and uh, quote on my way to the hospital again because complications happen with healing and infection possibly coming back I find out
0: soon if I need a second surgery end quote okay uh next story this is a uh, kind of a follow up story of uh this would be twitter battle surprising twitter battle <laughs> um well uh wwe star tells tony khan to uh stfu oh i guess he really wants him to shut up yeah um this is of course if if you were uh, if you didn't get the news but you had to have gotten it when on tiktok uh AEW CEO Tony Khan criticizing booking WWE booking Jinder Mahal for a title shot. Uh, another WWE star weighed in. Um, so it was NXT star Edris Enfo.
1: Oh, what do you he say? Oh, he told him he,
0: to. he quote Tony. Uh, he uh, he quote tweeted Khan and responded simply, just saying this in quote STFU he gave him that abbreviation so there has been no response um, from Khan on this he told him to shut up and he did it looks like uh, it worked so alright so I had delivered news on uh, one contract signing Chris you have another uh, Aew signed
1: uh, Queen Aminata after, oh, okay. after Queen a- Amidala. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> I almost forgot about that. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> Let's see. Sean Sapp said something uh, behind Fightful's paywall that they had heard about several talent on the AEW roster were told that Queen Amidala, or Queen Amanita, or whichever one it is, was, si- stealing my stuff. was signed to All Elite Wrestling. Uh, did the thing continue, or is that a different... No, was-
0: well, that was it. Okay. Okay. Um, so, uh, just... Uh, I don't know if you guys have been following our, uh, our TikTok accounts. If so, we had, um, we have put out our predictions for the upcoming TNA pay-per-view, uh, hard to kill. Uh, we've gotten, um, okay. We've gotten some people responding. So guess what? This is our first, this is a happy day for us. Happy, happy day. Hang on. Oh, hang on. I got to turn this off. I'm so excited. I totally forgot how to work the soundboard. Oh, God. Were we done with the news? Oh, yeah. We're done with the news. That was it for the news. Hang on. Time for Match Card Messages. We have a new segment. Anytime we get any messages from you guys, whether it's email, TikTok, or any form of social media, it goes to the Match Card Messages. So... Uh, this is in response to uh, one of our followers from TikTok uh, being uh, the Win Promo Club uh, WIN or WIN Wrestling Uh, the owner of it owner of this is DJ he's uh, owner of the uh, Wrestling Internet Network Promo Club Uh, not giving really a shout out to him not Uh, but I think we already have. Anyway, he had given us his, uh, given us his picks here. Um, here's who he's got winning these matches. Giselle Swan. Uh, what is it? I've completely forgotten about the match card. Anyway, um. We had a piece of paper lying around out somewhere. Oh, uh, we had a lying around somewhere. Uh, he says he's got Swan, Steve, Eddie. He's got PCO winning. Alexander, Jody Threat, ABC, Sabian. Uh, I thought it was Saban. Saban. Sorry. That's nah, on. Uh, he's got Moose winning and Grossi. Okay, Steve Macklin. Uh, I think if... PCO gets Eddie Edwards. Beat, that would end up being like an upset loss for PCO if he loses. I think so too. Because he's a pretty big dude. That's see- some of the stuff that
1: we've seen happen to him and it didn't really take him out. So yeah. we're but
0: not going to go too into detail on that for no. reasons. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and he picks Crazy Steve to be the new. Um, I guess it was the new uh, digital media champion uh, Eddie Edwards I believe that was who that was hang on because I'm kind of looking looking at her video and it's showing the matches as it's going so as I'm reading uh, DJ's comments here uh, and again DJ thank you for uh, responding to us and giving us your uh, your picks here. If you guys want to put your picks in, it's still available. We'll still read them. Uh, yes, he's saying Eddie Edwards and Brian Myers will win their tag match uh, against Eric Young and Frankie Kazarian. That's who he says he's got there. Uh, I think I could fast forward here a little bit. Okay, yeah, uh, he says uh, PCO was going to win that. He says Alex Hammerstone Will win his match. Uh, he says, "Giselle Shaw will win the." Uh, well, hang on. He's saying just uh, uh, not Swan, but uh, he says Jody Threat will win that Ultimate X uh, Knockouts Champion. Still fast one. Oh, I know what he said by Swan. Okay. Why? Uh, uh, Rich Swan. With a countdown to hard kill. But I don't know why he said Steve, too. I'm confused. He's he's throwing me off here. Anyway. Uh, thank you for the picks and everything. Uh, well, it's getting close time for us to go ahead and head on out. Um, we passed the one hour mark. Oh, quit keeping track of time. I can barely see it from here. I know you can. That's why you keep looking behind me. It makes me nervous. Stop it. Oh, don't you Tony Con me. I can Tony Con you out. Tony Khan you.
1: End up having a Tony Khan staring
0: contest. I wonder who would really w- beat Tony Khan in a staring contest. I really would. All right. Well, like we were saying... Uh, it's getting close to time for us to head on out. So it's time for our follower shout out. And, uh, we want to give a quick follower shout out. And, um, I forgot we were recording. Sorry about that. (laughs) Hi. Hey. (laughs) God, it's been a long day for all of us here. Um, so we want to give a shout out to, uh, uh, the rock and, uh, Wrestling collector. It is a store that is located in Stockholm, New Jersey, um, home uh, in the of the Garden State. There, that's what they call New Jersey, the Garden State. Um, here you could find. Wait, were you
1: just pointing at the middle, the the screen thing, or something? Some in the middle, like, is it something you were adding, like, there?
0: Anyway, I really worry about you. What are you looking around for? You were pointing. I, I'm going to put the <clears throat> image right here. I don't see it. I am so opening up a can on you after this. Anyway, um, if you're in the uh, New Jersey area or anywhere near Stockholm, New Jersey, visit this place. Uh, I've seen quite a few of their videos. They have a lot of great stuff there they got wrestling figures as well as uh rock and roll merchandise uh trading cards things of that nature um they've got kiss figures for, of the band kiss
1: yeah i remember them
0: you remember them i have failed as a father <laughs> all right but uh yes giving our uh, shout out to uh of uh, the rock and wrestling collection uh keep i hope your uh store grows uh and w- we do plan on traveling when this show hopefully gets bigger to where we can do traveling <laughs> appearances and everything and uh definitely going to be swinging by if we're in new jersey or if any one of you if any uh one of you tiktok followers are in the new jersey area go to stockholm and go visit the store. Tell them uh, you heard about them through us. All right. Like, so, it's like, it's like, <laughs> with that done, well, with it being the shout, you're still going on with the fact that I was pointing at something.
1: I I didn't see what you were pointing at.
0: Oh, you need to go on TikTok more, son. I was gonna put the image like right there. You'll see. Oh, good lord! You're staring at the wall. Okay. Well, with my son now losing every bit of his mind we're gonna go ahead and end the show for the night oh my god you need sleep anyway uh you guys let us know how you felt about not only uh dynamite what are your thoughts on the young bucks taking on sting and darby allen for sting's last match you and- want to know your real opinion. And maybe even who you would want to go up against,
1: thing instead.
0: Exactly. Whether um, it be
1: singles or tag.
0: Yeah. Uh, also, you can always message us on TikTok. Uh, just uh, ask uh, ask to follow us. We'll definitely follow you guys back. We'll message. We'll talk. We'll swap. Our, you know swap wrestling stories. Also, we are working on uh, our uh, a YouTube channel, as you can see with our shout shoutouts here. Uh, You can find us on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, Formerly X? Yes. All right. So for the Cross Promo Pro Wrestling Podcast, I'm Kevin. I'm Chris. We We gone. gone. I was pointing at the middle for the picture. I, I, I still didn't see. Boy, it. I'll look for it next time. You'll look for it next time. Yeah, the picture is not gonna be here. It's gonna be imposed in the video after I edit the video. Oh god, I got a headache. <laughs>